being able to sit down one-on-one -on -one with the people that I interviewed for Black Excellence, learning about their stories, learning about their backgrounds. It was, it was really just so fun. And I, I like to say that, you know, it's not so much that I wrote a book, it's that I had an experience that was too good to keep to myself. And for that reason, I decided to share it. And the book is the medium that I chose to share it in. On this episode of the Creator Community, we'll meet Jeff Schaefer, a CPA and attorney at one of the largest law firms in New York City and a recent first-time father. We'll follow Jeff's journey of a relentless focus on learning and discover no matter how many designations he puts behind his name, how he is still underestimated for the color of his skin. Jeff is very clear he's not a victim. His goal is to change the narrative on Black people across the globe. In his new book, Black Excellence, he celebrates 20 amazing Black men and women that have worked to change this narrative as well and create a tremendous success for themselves and their families. Check out the show. Welcome to the second season of the Creator Community. This is a new podcast series from book publisher New Degree Press, or NDP. I'm your host, John Saunders, founder of Forward Advisory Solutions. The show is designed to celebrate, elevate, and showcase many of the incredible authors that have published their books with NDP. This year, 2021, New Degree Press will cross over 1,000 published authors. In this show, we get to know the authors and their books, as well as give you a behind-the-scenes look at their journey. We'll find out what it takes to bring a book from idea to actually be available wherever you buy books online. It's no easy task, but it's certainly attainable. Today, I have with me Jeff Schaefer, author of Black Excellence and a recent law school graduate from the University of Pennsylvania, Cary Law School. This fall, he'll begin his career at corporate law in New York City at Simpson Thatcher. He's also a new father. Congratulations. Jeff's book has an early September 2021 target publishing date and will be available wherever you buy books online. Jeff, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, John. Glad to be here. You know, you've had quite a background. You've made it through law school. That's amazing. You've had a, a son and you've written a book. You know, could we get a little bit more into your background and how you navigated to where you are today? It's been quite a journey for you, it sounds like. Certainly. So I uh, started off, you know, born and raised in uh, South Jersey. Um, I went to Drexel University where I studied uh, accounting. Um, from there, I went to a large accounting firm called PwC, where I worked as a, as a CPA. Uh, but Pricewaterhouse? Well, exactly, Pricewaterhouse. Um, while I was there, I started thinking about my lifelong dream of going to law school. Um, it's something that I had, you know, dreamed about since I was uh, seven years old. So I decided to, you know, go and, you know, pursue my dream. Um, so I, I just graduated from University of Pennsylvania Law School uh, in May of 2021. Um, and as you mentioned, I'll be starting uh, my corporate, you know, attorney career. Incredible. Exciting days ahead for you and, and busy days ahead for you, no doubt. But I, I can't imagine they're much busier than they've been. <laughs> Uh, right. Writing Black Excellence, no, you know, no doubt about it was an incredible task, took a lot of energy, certainly time in addition to all the things, you know, you've been doing already. You know, can you share with us a little bit about your author journey? What was that like? How did you fit this thing into your life? Certainly. So I like the way you framed it because journey is the best way to think about it because it had many ups, it had many downs. Uh, my author journey in particular started in summer of 2020. 
So one of my law school classmates, uh, Wusaki, shared that he was writing a book on LinkedIn. So I asked him, asked him about it, um, and the whole process seemed uh, very intriguing to me, so I just jumped in. And let me tell you, John, balancing everything is a story in and of itself. Throughout my journey, as you mentioned, my wife was pregnant. Our son is now three months old, by the way. Um, I was a full-time law student. I was also getting an MBA. Um, my wife and I purchased our first investment property, um, and we were planning a move to uh, New York City. So uh, it came down to two words, time management, which is actually a topic that I discussed in chapter six of the book. Um, but what I really had to do was I had to be very intentional with how I spent my time. I had to repurpose the time that I would normally spend commuting um, since we were working remotely um, to spending that time with my wife or writing. Um, and one of the things, one of the little tricks that I used and developed was uh, to make sure that I didn't lose content from when inspiration hit me in the most random of moments. Um, I started a personal Slack channel uh, that acted like an impromptu writing journal, if you will. So it was really about just like repurposing, you know, taking advantage of even the small moments and being consistent, you know, over a period of time. Incredible. Uh, time management, what a great summary of what you did and finding those little pockets and being just hyper-efficient with all the different things you had going on. It, your story almost makes me think of that old stage performer that you know spins the plate and then suddenly they've got eight plates spinning and they've got to run back to plate number one, right? This, this idea. Uh, I love that. So when you think about that journey, what do you say, what would you say has been, was the most difficult and, and maybe the most fun about getting, getting uh, the book done? Uh, great question. So when I think about uh, what was most difficult, um, besides juggling, you know, all of the plates, if you will, or at this point, it was really a, a platter. Um, besides juggling everything, it was turning the interviews from a wide variety of people into uh, a single coherent narrative, you know, because not everyone, I didn't know everyone that appears in the book. Um, these are people, some of the people that appeared in the book are people that I met during the process. Um, and, you know, they had an interesting story um, that I thought would be able to shed some light and some insight. Uh, so really going from one, getting people to say yes, then, you know, once I interviewed the people, um, basically taking that transcript and turning that into something, you know, that was uh, coherent and, you know, part of this larger story, you know, that I was trying to, uh, to create was one of the, uh, I guess, the more difficult aspects of it. From a fun perspective, one of the most fun aspects was the people that I got a chance to interview and, and to learn from. Like even this, this process that we're doing here with the NDP uh, podcast, I feel like people make life so enriching, you know, um, and, you know, being able to sit down one-on-one -on -one with the people that I interviewed for Black Excellence, learning about their stories, learning about their backgrounds, it was, it was really just so fun. And I, I like to say that, you know, it's not so much that I wrote a book, it's that I had an experience that was too good to keep to myself. And for that reason, I decided to share it. And the book is the medium that I chose to share it in. Uh, so I, I just had so much fun, you know, meeting uh, uh, these people and a lot of them I can I now consider mentors and I look forward to continually developing the, the relationships throughout my career. 
That's fantastic. And, and I love this concept of it sort of feeds into, you know, why you had to write this book, which is certainly where, where I wanted to go next. And this idea of, you know, you had this amazing story you had to share and, and you had to get it out there on this difficult concept. I love this idea you shared, which is, you know, maybe you started out with one idea about the book. And then after you interviewed, you know, all of these people, these 20 amazing men, uh, what was, you know, how do you synthesize that information down to something that readers can really uh, learn from and, and, and take away from? And I certainly understand and accept the challenge of that. How do you think you went about that? How, what made that, how did you work through that process? Yeah. So, um, and I just want to reiterate that like the, the 20 stories that um, I encapsulate in the book are both of, of men and women. And it was really, My apologies. It, it was no, no problem. It, it was, it was really uh, something that was interesting to kind of like go through, but that's why it's a, a journey and a process and the creative process, right? Because you start off with this initial concept, this initial idea, and it was somewhat it was somewhat scary because, you know, my background, I shared, you know, CPA and, you know, went to law school. So there's a, you know, linear process and linear thinking, you know, um, and the logic to how I approach problems. Whereas this creative process, you know, I, I didn't start with the, with the answer to the problem. You know, I started with the question and had to, you know, see where it would take me. You know, I had to, you know, and, you know, engage my curiosity. Um, and so what I did was I was open to what insights I would I would receive from my interviewees. And, you know, it became this iterative process where I started, you know, is very far from, you know, where I landed, you know, but I'm that's why I was so great that it was so great to have the Creator Institute in this community of, of authors that we could sort of, uh, you know, benefit from and share ideas. That's so interesting. So you really got to being sort of a CPA, dare I say, left-minded person with your background, had to really reach into that right side of your mind and start to look at the world from a new perspective. Uh, I love that idea. You know, when you think about this book, and let's get into it a bit more, you know, what what's it about? What is Black Excellence about in your, your mind, Jeff? Uh, great question. So I would say that um, Black Excellence is is really about changing the narrative. There's this narrative, if you will, that in my view, I, I believe it's too narrow and too, it's in, inadequate to sort of share what Black people are capable of. Um, I'll, I'll share with you a, a quick story. So when I was studying abroad in, um, in college, I studied abroad in England. Um, and while there, um, a few friends and I went to a soccer game, you know, what they call uh, football, and there were two other tourists, and these two other tourists, um, they were Asian, and they came up to me with big smiles on their faces. I didn't know them, they didn't know me. They said two things to me. The first thing they said to me was, you look like Will Smith, and the second thing they said to me that stayed with me was, they asked me if I was a rapper. You know, it, I was puzzled, you know, at this question, because why would you, why would that be the first question that you ask somebody that you don't know? Um, so the, the reason they asked me that question was because um, the the predominant narrative, you know, that they were familiar with about Black people was one, you know, that was one that showed that, you know, Black people can rap, but I wanted to write Black excellence to, you know, share that, you know, Black people can do, yes, we can rap, but we can do much more than that. 
you know, so in Black Excellence, I share the stories of various people, you know, and basically to change this narrative around, you know, what Black people, Black people are capable of. That's a really uh, unbelievable story. These people that approached you out of the blue and started asking these questions and, you know, obviously based completely on the color of your skin and their limited uh, view of, of the world. That's incredible. So thanks for sharing that. And, uh, you know, and take that, taking that moment, that energy and turning it into a book and a positive message for so many others to learn from. Um, you know, speaking of which, you know, what do you think or who can, who do you think can benefit from this story? Who's going to, who's going to benefit from the, uh, your narrative here? Uh, great question. So from my perspective, any person can benefit from this book, this work here, regardless of your age, your stage, race, class, educational background, etc. Um, the only thing that is required is that you are willing to take the ideas discussed in um, Black excellence seriously, that you um, are willing to commit to pursuing excellence, and that you're willing to take action. Because um, uh, over time, that's the only way to sort of create this, this change that um, we're looking to create through the book. Um, and I would say that the, the way I think about it is Black Excellence is, is a love letter to Black people, but it's an instruction manual to everyone, uh, right? So like we discuss eight attributes within Black Excellence, continual learning, servant leadership, indomitable will, being driven by purpose, taking risks, executing well, having stellar time management skills and possessing grit. You know, these attributes, no, no color, you know, no race, no category. You know, so anyone, you know, who is interested in learning um, can, you know, learn from the insights of, the, of my interviewees and really, you know, put the rubber to the road and take action on, on these, these incredible insights that my interviewees shared. Thanks for sharing that greater context on, on the story and how it isn't a one a one sided story. It's got lessons for everybody in there, but certainly can help showcase and highlight the fact that you know there's so many amazing uh, uh, black leaders out there who have done incredible things. And let's expand that narrative. You know, you talked about the eight uh, attributes there, Jeff, and that you synthesized from all these interviews and all the uh, hours and hours of research that you did. You know, what would you say is your favorite of the attributes and, and why? Uh, that's a great question. Um, so. I'll start off by saying that I'm a fan of all of the attributes, uh, but one came natural for me and that was being a continual learner. See, so I've always had this intellectual curiosity for as long as I can remember at least. Um, and my favorite question as a child was why? You know, my, my parents will attest, you know, to, you know, when they said something, my favorite question was, well, why? Like, why does it work this way? Why do we do it that way? Like, why? But as an adult, that why mentality has evolved into this conti this continual pursuit of education, both formal and informal. You know, um, one example is, you know, I'm really interested in personal finance and investing. So that is one of the reasons that, you know, I became a CPA. That's one of the reasons that I read investment books. You know, uh, that's one of the reasons that I subscribe to business and investing periodicals and, and listen to um, economists and investors such as Milton Friedman and Warren Buffett, because I'm just, you know, interested in, in like uh, learning, you know, I'm curious, you know, about, you know, how to improve in that area of my life. So that's one that I would say has um, become, has been natural for me, uh, you know, throughout my life. 
but I, I, I really, I really am a fan of all of them. Clearly given your background, I mean, great attributes to have it given your background, learning has been a big part of your journey, no doubt about it. And I think what's so brilliant about learning is you can, you know, one, take on new knowledge that helps you identify, hey, the world isn't quite what I thought it was with this new knowledge, and then use that knowledge to try to make it better. As you said, you've looked at investing, now you're making real estate investments. I, I think that's fantastic. When you think about lifelong learning and, and you know, a lesson someone can take away from your book, Jeff, you know, how do they, if they're not in that mindset or, or you know, how do they get there? How does someone become a lifelong learner? Oh, great question, John. I honestly, I think that it starts with you know, it starts with, you know, asking yourself, what, what do you want out of life? Or, you know, if you have like a particular goal, you know, for me, I've always been, you know, very goal oriented and um, the, my interest in, you know, personal finance, you know, comes from a place of wanting, you know, financial security, you know, from, from my, from my family, you know, so I figured that, you know, one of the best ways for me to, secure financial security for my family is to, you know, become better, you know, with my finances, become better, you know, with, you know, knowledge about investing and things of that nature. Um, so I would, I would encourage people to, you know, sit down, you know, with, you know, create some white space, if you will, in, in your calendar, you know, sit down, you know, with your thoughts and maybe a, a blank sheet of paper and think about where do you want to be five years from now? What do you want to be 10 years from now? Um, and then when you think about that, you can think about, you know, how, you know, how do you get from point A to point B? You know, you kind of create this, this action plan, if you will. And for me, um, that uh, intellectual curiosity and just like this natural curiosity has always, you know, gone hand in hand, you know, with the goals, you know, that I've been, you know, trying to achieve. So that's that's one thing I would say that and in the book, there are um, various exercises, you know, that um, I walk people through that they can, you know, use to, you know, think about these things further. I like this concept of not just learning for the sake of learning and being curious, which has its own benefits for sure, but then tying it to a goal of where you want to be and writing it down. That's a, such a great exercise. I think any one of us can, can learn from, um, you know, when you think about this term you've you've come up with, which I, I love, black, black excellence. You know, how do you define it, Jeff? Great question. Um, so, I unpack this uh, more in the book, obviously, but um, in a in a nutshell, black excellence is achievement that dispels uh, the myth of white superiority and black inferiority. Right. So, what distinguishes black excellence from excellence is that the black excellence is done in the face of opposition and in notions of, of inferiority, if you will. Um, anyone can be excellent, but being excellent while black is unique because people may assume that you are a rapper or you know, people may assume that you are a, a super. So I'll give you uh, another quick uh, anecdotal story. So uh, my family and I, we just moved to New York City you know, for me to uh, begin my uh, career as a corporate attorney. Uh, so we moved to Manhattan. Um, and this past week, I was taking the recycling out um, of my building. Um, and you know, I came across one of my neighbors and you know, she says, oh, hello. And she starts asking me you know, questions. Um, and she asked me if I, uh, she asked me if I worked in the building, you know, as, as a, as, as a super, 
Um, and I, I thought it was, again, I thought it was odd that that was the first thing, you know, that she, that she sort of said to me without knowing me. And, you know, I told her no, but I left that interaction, you know, wondering if that's something that she asked all of, you know, the new residents or, um, if that's something that was specific to me, but I, the reason I bring that up is because it's been a theme throughout my life, you know, sort of fielding those types of questions. Um, and I don't want to, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, cast, you know, negative intentions on anyone, but I just thought that there was room for, you know, sort of, uh, you know, education, if you will, you know, and, um, that's why I use, Black excellence to sort of, you know, create, you know, a new narrative, if you will. And again, the, the, these assumptions, you know, that are often negative, that unfortunately, a lot of Black people and minorities have had to overcome, um, there, there are plenty of stories, you know, throughout uh, Black excellence that speak to these experiences, because it's typically not a, um, a, a one-off uh, experience. I mean, you've shared two already, and I can only imagine, uh, given those, that you've got a few more in your life. I'm sorry to say, and uh, I'm sure that's not a great a great experience to walk away from and go into your weekend with. Uh, thank you for sharing that. I'm sure part of this was pretty difficult to write, given those narratives and that history in, in your mind. You know, thinking about that and these these perspectives and belief, these beliefs that you've run into, it sounds like so many times in your life. You know, what what do you you know? You're, you're challenging these beliefs. Is that a fair statement in, in the narrative you're trying to make in the book? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's one of, one of the things that we do throughout the, um, throughout the, the, the book and in the stories, um, you know, challenging uh, these, this narrow view of what black people are capable of. And it's, you know, I don't give, even though these uh, beliefs exist and these, these, encounters and antidotes do exist. I don't want to paint the picture that this is a, um, you know, a woe is me or, or anything like that. It's really, I, I would say that the, that the, the stories that I had, you know, interviewing these people were very, were ones of that uplift you, the reader and, you know, uplift the, the person who was hearing their stories. You know, it's something to encourage, you know, people. Um, and, you know, it's not, we're not trying to, make people feel sorry, you know, in any way, but it's really, you know, to encourage, to empower, to inform, because, you know, when you know better, you can do better, you know, so again, I think that the, you know, where we are challenging perspectives, we are challenging beliefs and preconceived notions, but I think that, you know, one of the things we can find is that we have more in common, you know, than we do that, you know, separates us, you know, as, as a human race. And I think that, again, that's why I think that Black excellence has someone for everyone. Um, and, you know, hopefully, you know, one of the, the things that will come as a result of people, you know, of different um, backgrounds and persuasions reading Black excellence is a better understanding of, an, of a different perspective. I really like this idea of changing the narrative and not saying, oh, we're, we're you know, victims or woe is me, but like, let's just be more informed about this and understand what's going on and know that there are so many amazing examples of people across the Black community that have done extraordinary things. And I really like this concept of changing the narrative. You know, back to this eight, uh, eight attributes you talked a little bit about earlier, you know, any that you are working on right now to try to make yourself better? Yeah, so that's a that's a great question. So one of the 
one of the attributes is really about just getting it done. You know, this sort of notion of like executing because the line of uh, demarcation or the line of distinction is between those who do and those who don't. You know, everyone, you know, can conceive of an idea, but it takes a, um, it takes a different level to really make an idea come to pass. You know, it takes a lot of blood, sweat and tears, if you will. Um, so for me personally, you know, one of the things that has sabotaged me executing as much as I want to in my life is this, this idea and thought of perfectionism, you know, and I want to make a clear, you know, distinction that perfectionism is not excellence. It's not, you know, um, even with this with this book right here, you know, and, you know, everyone, all of the authors from NDP, like, of course, we could have taken, you know, much longer, you know, um, you know, with our books, you know, trying to, you know, perfect everything. Um, but there's a there's also another element and another factor that comes into play, and that's the element of time. You know, so that's why we put these processes in place and, you know, we put, you know, quality control, you know, uh, but you have to get this notion of perfectionism, you know, out of you if you ever want to actually execute, you know, at, at a consistently at a high level, you know, over a period of time. And, you know, so that's the one that I in real time had to work through perfectionism to be able to execute um, throughout the course of writing Black Excellence. Such a great message. And I think, you know, when I went through my own author journey, the number of people that reached out to me, I hadn't talked to in years that said, man, I've been writing a book for five years and I've never gotten past chapter two. You know, how did you get this thing done? And I think that structure, that that guidance, the team, the editing team and the community really were played such a big part in that. But yeah, we can't, it's never going to be perfect, right? Uh, you can spend 20 years on it and it won't be perfect. Uh, so getting out a great book, which it sounds like you've done, uh, is certainly an awesome accomplishment and congratulations. Thank you. You know, when you think about this whole journey you've been on, is, is there maybe an unexpected positive you found in writing this book or, or you know, in, and maybe how has that changed you? <clears throat> you know, people are willing to help others, particularly when they believe that the person has potential or the idea or project has potential. Um, so when I started this, this process out, I, I only had an idea that, you know, I was going to reach out to a bunch of, you know, successful people, you know, accomplished people um, and hope that, you know, they return my emails or you know, they get back to me. You know, I was, I was overwhelmed, you know, with the amount of people who were interested in, you know, being a part of the project, being a part of the book. There are more interviews that I have than stories that are in the book. And that's just a result of, you know, time and, you know, having the ability and space to be able to create a, a, a coherent narrative. But so the unexpected positive was that, you know, people are willing to help, you know, the process of reaching out to people, interviewing them and learning from their experiences was so enriching. Um, but to be able to reach out to a complete stranger or get a, get an introduction to a complete stranger and people are willing to, you know, share their, you know, you know, personal details about their life for the benefit, you know, of other people, you know, I, I think it's a, is a positive uh, reflection on humanity um, and some of the, the deeper instincts that, that people have. Uh, so like I would, 
I would encourage people to, um, if you have an idea, you know, that requires, you know, involvement of other people and, and let's face it, you know, most of the, the great ideas, you know, the ones that last, you know, do require, you know, other people's involvement, you know, um, people just know that people are, you know, willing to help. What a solid message to, to leave for anyone out there. There's so many people willing to help, but they're not going to find you and say, Hey, Jeff, I heard you're writing a book. Let me spend a bunch of time with you. But if you have the idea, if you have done a little bit of work on it, if I'm hopefully catching your message, you're right. Reach out to people. People love to support and, and get involved in a creative journey and they want to share their message and, and help you out if, if they can. Is that a fair summary? Absolutely. Yeah. I, what, a, what a beautiful message. And John, I would just say I was I was surprised um, at and I was really pleasantly surprised and thankful for just the caliber and the amount of people who were willing to um, take time to speak with a uh, with a with that uh, law student. And if you think about it, some of these people that I interviewed with, you know, their time is very expensive. They could bill, you know, maybe at a thousand dollars an hour, you know, but they were willing to, you know, give that to 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 the project, if you will. Can you give us a little bit of a range of, you know, these 20 folks that you have in your book? You know, what are their what are their roles and what kind of uh, careers do they have? Certainly. So um, it, it varies. So we have entrepreneurs. Um, uh, we have a, a franchise business consultant. Um, we have um, someone who was in the Obama administration, you know, the uh, a secretary, you know, someone who. Um, has spent time in the Situation Room. Um, we have uh, lawyers. We have a federal judge. We have C, uh, CEO, you know, chief executive officer of a forty billion dollar uh, company, um, ch- chairman of the board, people who are on boards of of public publicly traded companies, um, and we have uh, we have consultants, CPAs. So it you know it runs runs the gamut, you know, but everyone's story is, you know, they're maybe like their, their background, you know, is, is different, but what they have in common is this sort of a pursuit of excellence. I love that. And what an incredible range of people One to, to, you know, come back to you and actually take the time to talk to you and, and share their stories and, and what an extraordinary range of folks to share in this narrative, black excellence, which uh, I love the title that you went with. You know, we've we've shared a number of themes here, but you know, Jeff, what do you hope people take away from reading Black Excellence after they put the book down? What what you know, what will they? What do you hope they take into the world with them? So, I want Black Excellence to inspire people to take action and achieve more. Um, so, throughout this journey, I interacted with a lot of fantastic people. Uh, one person that I met is a successful real estate executive, um, and I was sharing with him my career plan and which I thought was adequate, um, he told me directly, he said, Jeff, you are aiming aiming too low for your capability. And now I had just graduated from law school, was getting ready to start, you know, um, work at a law firm. And this man is telling me that I'm aiming too low. Um, But the thing is, his words were music to my ears, you know, because we all need someone to challenge and inspire us, you know, to, to more. Um, and, but this is, I want to, you know, add that this is all voluntary. You know, 
I'm, I'm not at all interested in coercing someone into my particular idea of greatness, if you will. You know, but what I am interested in doing is helping inspire people to be the best version of themselves. You know, so my my hope is that people will read Black Excellence and they will see this is possible for me. Like this person achieved it, therefore I can achieve it. I mean, limiting beliefs can be a very powerful thing. And what we see around us in, in our lives and our upbringing oftentimes can frame those limiting beliefs. And it's so amazing that you're able to get in touch with all these guys. One, expand your knowledge through all this learning, but then get in touch with all these folks, the men and women, and you know, help expand your limit. With all the success you've had, you're still expanding your limiting beliefs, if you will, and looking to go higher. And thanks to these mentors and great people that you talk to. What, what a fantastic message for people to take away. Uh, thanks for sharing that, Jeff. Thanks so much, John. It's, it's been a pleasure. You know, if people want to learn more about you and your book, where, where might they go? Uh, certainly. So um, you can reach me um, at my handles, you know, that will appear across the screen at both Facebook and LinkedIn. You know, I would love, you know, to, you know, dialogue, you know, with people. That's excellent. Jeff's book, Black Excellence, will be available September 2021, wherever you find books online. I'm your host, John Saunders. Keep moving forward.